Welcome back to the Outreach Project family. This is Josh. This is Zach. This is Sadie. Hello, Sadie. What's up? Fun fact about Sadie, she's never been to Portside Pizza. I have not. Do you know where Tri Lakes is? I mean, not really. I mean, I've been there. Mm. I couldn't tell you where, like, how to get there, but... <laughs> this is Zach, what's your favorite menu item at Portside? I don't know their menu, like, by heart, but their breadsticks are pretty good, usually. Oh, Portside, if you're listening and you ever want to want to sponsor on this episode or podcast, I love Bubba's Hawaiian chicken. How often do you Hawaiian go to Portside? Chicken? My family, I mean, I don't live with them anymore since like I'm a grown up. Oh yeah. But, <laughs> um, we went bi-weekly probably. Oh my gosh, it's really good. Like That's regulars dedication. there. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the only pizza you guys got or something? Dang near, dude. Do they I have love pasta? it. I don't think I so. I don't know. Okay. They have calzone. <laughs> I don't know what that is. You don't know what a calzone is? <laughs> no. It's like a big pizza it's like, roll. Yeah, oh, it's, okay. You kind of eat it with a fork. I don't know. Oh, it's, nice. I'm not a fan, but... <laughs> something Whatever. Different. So, Sadie. <laughs> yeah. How do we know you? Why are you here? Yeah, so um, I go to First Church, so I know you guys through Young Adult Group mm-hmm. and through church, and yeah, I'm here because I want to share my story, and yeah. And stories are powerful. We mm-hmm. can encourage people, meet people where they're at. And I'm excited because we honestly haven't had a big female guest list on this podcast. Oh, we haven't. There you go. Yeah. So. All right. Representing the minority here. Whoa. <laughs> that makes us sound bad, but it's okay. Um, so you tell us a little bit about your growing up, um, where you're from, what you do, yeah, but just who so you are. I grew up in Leo, which is um, north of Fort Wayne, and that's where that's where I was born, and I my dad has been a pastor since I was <laughs> born. And um, we went to a church there in Leo, and I loved it. It was, like, a really cute small town. I felt like I, I don't know, we didn't know that many people in town, but, like, we walked everywhere. It was really fun. I loved it. It was great. Um, I would say we, I never thought that we would move from Leo, um, and so it was really interesting um, probably in 2019, we moved from um, Leo to Columbia City. Um, that's when we started coming to First Church. and um, Like right before COVID. Yeah. Yeah, we came Ooh. here, I think we moved June of 2019. And then COVID hit March of 2020. So we didn't have much time here before everything shut down, which was really interesting. That's a weird time to move. Yeah. yeah. No, it was very strange. And then you kind of hopped into our youth group mm-hmm. around that time. I think I was a sophomore at that point when I came. Pretty sure. So were we then. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> we were in the same grade. Yeah. Yeah. And how is that transition like from your church to this church as you thought you never would leave Leo? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. From Leo, I um, 
we were at the church and my dad had been senior pastor there for years. Um, and we, um, had decided to merge with a different church and there were just some things that happened that were, um, like hurtful and we didn't feel like we could stay there anymore. And so it reached a point where my dad was like, you know what, like, I'm going to start looking for a new job. So we were in the job search for a while. I kind of took a season of like, I went to different churches and I explored and I went to my sister's church and I did some like processing because I had just grown up at one church. So it was nice to kind of get a feel for like different, how people do it differently, Mm -hmm. different ministries and stuff. So uh, we went to a couple different churches that my dad was interested in. And then we came to first church. And I remember I didn't come with my parents the first time they came. But they told me when they got home, they were like, there's this huge section of youth. Like there's like 30 or 40 like kids that sit up front. And like, I remember my mom telling me that she cried because she was like, this is perfect for Sadie. Like she Mm -hmm. will, she will have community. And so that was really cool. I was like, oh my gosh, like that's awesome. I mean, the first time I came to youth group, I was scared to death because it was like, I mean, it was really intimidating, but I feel like. I made it happen. <laughs> well, there's like probably a hundred people. Yeah. 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 Sunday nights were really full. How many were in your old youth group? Um, total, like middle school and high school, it was probably 40, 30 or 40. So like decent size. I've heard it smaller. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like we had a decent size, but our church together, like as a whole was like 150 weekly. So coming mm-hmm. here to like probably 900 weekly was different. It was mm-hmm. a big adjustment. So I liked it, but it was just different. Yeah. Yeah. And were you the only kid living at home when you made the transition? When we first moved, I was. Um, and then I had, well, I have three older sisters. So two of them had already been moved out for a while. And then my one sister was dating at the time. And so she was going to her boyfriend's church. So I was kind of the only one, the only kid making the transition to a different church. Okay. Which was, I mean, that was hard, too, because I didn't have anybody to, like, rely on, which maybe was good for me. <laughs> yeah. Let's uh, step back to growing up. Yeah. Where did you go to school? What was your family like? What did you guys do for fun? Mm-hmm. And how in the world did your dad survive <laughs> with all the with women the in the girls. house? Yeah, that's a good question. You might want to ask him because we probably have different takes on that. But Okay. <laughs> um. I have three older sisters and I'm, yeah, I'm the baby of four. And that was really interesting. My take on it is that I was like manipulated and abused as a child, but I, (laughs) their take of it is that I was, um, spoiled. So just different, (laughs) different perspectives. But, um, we, I'm trying to think, what did we do for fun? We watched a lot of movies. Um, we lived right on the backyard of a football field. So like, Every night we would just like sit out and watch the games or watch practice or whatever. It was really fun. Like we would hear the band, watch that, the band playing on Saturday morning at 7 a.m. was not ideal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was Did you deal with that? We heard it a little bit, but not a lot. Okay. They always went in that like, oh, oh, Joey lot. Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah, Okay. But the people over there. But like Friday night after the game, the lights being on for like, Hours. An hour extra for no reason. <laughs> trying to go to bed and just blind. No Isn't reason. It? Probably <laughs> the janitors. <laughs> yeah. Like like our house would be completely lit up 
until they shut them off, and, <laughs> like every Friday night. Like just illuminated. Yeah. Yeah. And my room faced the football field. Ooh. So just a light, like direct shining in. And so we had like blackout curtains, like we were ready to like okay. go to bed. But, but it was really fun. We would generally, if there was a game on a Friday night, we would have um, cookouts in our backyard and we would like pass pass hot dogs through the chain link to people so that they didn't have to pay for it. We would just make them hot dogs. Wow. It was great. Clutch. We had a good gig going. You should have charged. We should have charged. We did think about it, but we were like, oh, no. That sounds messed up. Even like 50 cents a hot dog. But that might, I know. that might be illegal. Why? Or just like morally wrong to take away maybe from school. Maybe bro. morally yeah. wrong. I don't think the there's... The concessions a- at school are probably a little more important. <laughs> maybe. We were still probably taking away from their business, though. I mean, I yeah. Mean, but, it, but it was for a good cause. Yeah. We'll what was the way. cause? Was- <laughs> Ministry. Feed the hungry. <laughs> anyway. And, yeah. Anyway. But I was homeschooled, so I was home all day, every day. There were times when I would be in my backyard and there'd be people running on the track for like, you know, a physical exercise. And I would be out there and they'd be like, why aren't you in school? <laughs> I was like, because I'm at home doing school. <laughs> like. Hmm. Who, did your mom teach you? Mm-hmm. All four of you guys? Mm-hmm. From K through 12, all four of us. Bless her heart. I don't know how she did it. Would you do homeschool again if you had the choice? Um, that's a good question. Yes. I think I didn't ever know anything different because yeah. I was not... Mm-hmm. I was not public schooled. I think there are aspects of public school that I would have loved, like being with people all the time. But then there are aspects that I probably wouldn't have, like being with people all the time. Like it just, <laughs> I think it would have depended. It would have changed so much of how I grew up. It would have been so Oh, different. yeah. Yeah. You would have went to Leo. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Ooh. Nothing against Leo, but I've heard not good things about it, so. I mean, every school there's right. crap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I did know a lot of people from Leo, though, because of our church was also right across the street from it. So there were a lot of people that okay. would just, like, come to youth group and, yeah. And you had your church friends. And yeah. I was going to say, that was probably yeah. my community. We had co-op, too, okay. every Thursday. So Fun. that growing up. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Let's talk about a little bit of your faith life. I'm mm-hmm. assuming your parents taught you about Jesus. <laughs> they did. <laughs> they did. I was raised in a very Jesus-centered household. I would say I, I accepted Christ at probably seven or eight. But I didn't necessarily start. I mean, you're really young still at seven and eight. So probably around 15 when we made the move here was when I like actually began pursuing Christ as an individual, as opposed to just like, this is normal. (laughs) This Mm -hmm. is what we do. So yeah, that challenged me a lot. The move was very challenging in that way. So, and I got baptized here, which is fun. Really? I got baptized at First Church. Mm -hmm. Like how soon after you made the move? I think it was, so we moved here June of 2019. I think I got baptized in right, I think it was right before COVID, I think. Hmm. Pretty sure. Was it your dad? Yes, which is really fun. Yeah, that's a really cool moment. Yeah. How was he, um, what role did he play in your faith growing up and now? I was going to say, I mean, growing up with a pastor as a dad, like there's just kind of a built-in understanding and he was... He's been really, I mean, him and my mom both, like they were really formative in my growing up and just discipling me. Um, They uh, led a young adult group for probably from my age, like five to 
12 or 13, like it was years. So kind of like what Jeremy and Maureen do. Mm-hmm. And so there were, there were young adults at my house all the time. And I loved it. Cause I got to like be in their adult conversation sometimes. And I could talk to them and they poured into me and my parents loved having them there. So it was just, that was really fun. That was also part of how I like learned how to talk to adults because <laughs> they were at our house all day, mm-hmm. every day. So that was really fun. Now, I think some maybe non-believers may push the narrative of, well, you're a pastor's kid. You were born with it. Mm. Like, what do you say when you're like, no, my face, my own? Like, that's yeah. No, that's a really good question. I, I think that I actually haven't gotten as much of that. Probably, um, I think a lot of people at First Church actually don't know who my dad is, surprisingly. Like, they don't know that we're connected. I mean, my community That's does, true. obviously. Yeah. But there are so many people that I talk to that are like, wait a second, like, you're, you're Brad's daughter. And I'm like, yeah, I am. So it's just interesting thinking, like, people don't actually associate me with him. So that has not necessarily been an issue here. At my old church, it was just kind of an expectation. I felt like there was... um a different, I don't know, like people being friends with me felt different, I think, sometimes than what having your dad not be this head pastor. They had to like walk on eggshells around you. Yeah, sometimes, yeah. And maybe I put some of that on myself too. I probably, I mean, I was kind of a brat as a child, so. Really? <laughs> I was. Did you get in trouble? Um, No, I was more the one that was bossing everybody around, and I was just kind of. I don't know. I was just mean <laughs> as a kid. Hey, now I understand that I was and I can admit it. So that's, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Well, now we can announce to the public that Brad has a daughter. That's true. <laughs> Guys, I am so Brad's daughter. This is Pastor Brad Miller's daughter. This is a 20 year old gender reveal. There you go. <laughs> Yay. It's oh a girl. <laughs> Surprise. Oh my gosh. Uh, that's oh, so gosh. funny. Uh, that's hilarious. Yeah. So you yeah. um you currently serve. You worship mm-hmm. on the worship team. You teach sixth grade now seventh grade. Mm-hmm. If you're doing that again, if mm-hmm. not, we can cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm undecided at this point. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. you're a bit. You worked here for a little bit. I did. I guess, where, where are you involved? What are you doing now? Yeah, so I currently I work full-time in Fort Wayne. Um, I work at a pediatric doctor's office, so I'm a receptionist there. Technically, my title is registration specialist, but it's the same thing. That's, no, that sounds a lot yeah, better. Say Does that. it really? That's a lot <laughs> You need to say I that every say time. I do a lot of stuff, like, or I do do a lot of stuff there, more well, than just like a receptionist. Yeah, so specialist, say that. Sounds, okay. specialist sounds oh, like yeah. you know what you're doing. Well, hopefully I do. Okay, so I'm a registration specialist, um, and I basically I just check people in and out and answer the phone. I do a lot of like insurance stuff. I love it. Um, it has been a very growing thing for me, and like it's cool because I get to talk to people every day. And this is somewhere that like I am meeting people right where they're at, and like nobody mm. wants to be at the doctor's office. So Facts. especially for their kids, like that's. That's brutal. So if I can make it a little bit easier for them to be there and make their process as like seamless as possible, that's my hope. And I've I've tried to like 
make sure that it's part of my ministry um, to be there, and especially with my coworkers too. Like I, I work with a lot of different people, so it's fun. It's a good thing. And then you, part of young adults worship team. Mm-hmm. You do art. I do. I haven't as much recently because I've been busy, but I do. I like to draw. Um, I I do sing on the worship team. Um, let's see. I do. I worked with sixth grade le- this last year, which was fun. I went on the winter retreat, which was awesome. That was my first year going. Next year will be your second year. Anyway, that's true. <laughs> that's a good point. Boom. She's back. <laughs> That's how that works. <laughs> <laughs> I am leaning towards yes, so we can probably keep that in there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I haven't let Dana know, so don't tell her. <laughs> but <laughs> we can't. Might want to let her know. Might want to let her know the next two after. weeks. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> um, Dana, if you're listening, please let us know. That'd be kind of cool. But yeah. Yeah. yeah, she'll need to reach out to me and be like, um. <laughs> like, so you're going to tell them but not me? <laughs> like, what's going on here? <laughs> yeah, so I do that, and that was really fun. It was definitely, like, it was a challenge, but I was with some really cool leaders. Um, and I felt like, I mean, this was, I think, all of our first years doing it. And so mm-hmm. how cool was it? Like, we all kind of just jumped in together, and um, we had a really small group of people. Like, we had a lot of sixth-grade boys and then like one, maybe two sixth grade girls weekly, hardly even that. So it was an interesting kind of dynamic for sure. But it was really fun. I had a really good time. Well, I guess, how did your guys' group work? Did you ever like rotate who led a lesson, who did games? We did, yeah. Normally it was, um, we would kind of volunteer week by week. So someone would lead games, someone would lead the lesson. And I think I led the lesson twice, maybe. Um, and it's different. It's different with sixth graders. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very, um, you have to be very flexible <laughs> how you like teach and lead. And yeah, the attention span might not definitely. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. 10 minute lesson tops. And if we went over that, it was like a, a struggle, <laughs> yeah. but it was fun. I it mean, happens. I was gonna say, yeah. And it's where they're at. So Use that 10 minutes for the best we can. Mm -hmm. And let's touch on worship. Mm -hmm. You're big into worship. Mm -hmm. What does worship mean to you? Yeah, so I um, first started, like, at at least musically. My sister took music lessons a lot, and so I kind of just, like, grew up singing with her. And then she was actually our worship leader for a while at our old church. And so I I joined it, and then I was on my youth band um, at my old church. And so... I was really comfortable with it. And I would say coming to First Church, I have grown so much in like defining what worship is. And I think sometimes we like just picture worship as singing and you're standing in a sanctuary. And obviously corporate worship is so important, but I think I have been able to grow in my individual kind of worship. And so being able to lead then from Sunday morning standpoint it's just, it feels easier because I am able to worship with people knowing that my worship with the Lord privately is, is meaningful and deep and I'm there and I'm, yeah, it's just really cool. So mm-hmm. I love it. I, 
Um, I also dance, so that's a part of my worship as well. Um, I did a ministry for 15 years where we um, used dance as a way to worship the Lord, and that was, I mean, amazing. And I, it has altered the way that I worship now, which is cool. So It's also unheard of, really. Yeah. I'm, you're kind the of only uncommon. and first person I've known to do that. Yeah. How'd you get into that? Um, my sisters all did it. And I was, I mean, I just wanted to be like them. So I joined it at three and I didn't stop until this last spring. Mm -hmm. So I just loved it. And I had a really good community there. It's mostly girls and it's very not competitive. Like that's not the goal of it. And so you kind of grow a family and it was, I mean, that was probably my most consistent community, especially when, when we moved, because I stayed there still, even after we moved. So that was really nice mm -hmm. to be there. Yeah, that's cool. And then, sorry, listeners, that was rough. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then here, you're, you started kind of in our youth group, mm -hmm. doing a bit of worship, and now you're on the stage. Mm -hmm. How is that? Is that scary? No, not anymore. It was at first, but it's not. I think that the the leaders like Holly and Elijah and other people like they're so good about making it not scary because it's not it's not about like mm -hmm. you're in the audience and we're on stage. It's so much more of like a a partnership if that makes sense. So it it doesn't really feel scary anymore, which is And amazing. it's not like it's not a concert where, right. <laughs> or a show. Yeah, yeah. And you're not measured based on your skill. Like, there's not, I don't know, like, it's just we want to train people in the art of worship. And obviously, technically, like, we want to be good technically, but it's not, I don't know. I don't think I've ever had a comment from a leader about, like, my skill, if that makes sense. Like, you're not judged based on that, which mm -hmm. is amazing. So That's good. Yeah. And then let's touch on kind of what you're in with the Lord right now in personal mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. Are you in any books studying? Mm -hmm. So right now I am studying heaven, which I didn't necessarily know that I was going to do that, but I was kind of looking for something. And my dad had recommended this book called Heaven by Randy Alcorn, if you want to look it up. And it's been amazing. We're going to bleep that out. No plug. We're not going to bleep that out. There's no point to bleep that you out. You shout out things all the time. <laughs> Can I shout out the shout out podcast. <laughs> if you want to shout out, hit us up. It's not <laughs> even. Probably shout it's you gonna out. It's going to be free. Yeah. Like, <laughs> okay. It's just what we do. <laughs> well, anyway. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I have just, it's been really cool. I, I feel like I don't talk about heaven enough or I don't think about it enough for what it is. And I think that it's been really cool and it has changed my perspective on like what I do here on earth and how I use my time here. And like, it's actually given more value to what I'm doing in my life here. And that's really, that has really helped me like just especially cause I feel like I'm kind of in a phase of like not knowing what I'm going to do next and that's okay. Like, my my purpose here is to love people, and I can do that knowing that my place is in heaven. So I think that's cool. Um, 
I think personally, which I'm going to shout out passion with this one because I would say that's, that that's what we do. It happens every, <laughs> every almost episode. every episode. <laughs> so um, this past passion was my second one. And going into this one, I felt pretty closed off for some reason. Didn't know why. And um, when I went, I definitely was like... Um, I don't know. I was praying to the Lord that he would allow my heart to be open to what he needed to do. Um, and so there were a couple times where I was like in worship and I was like, Lord, I, I want to worship, but like, I'm not, I don't feel like I'm able to worship right now. And I kept getting this like visual of, and you guys have probably heard this before, but I kept getting this visual of a table and I felt like the Lord was was telling me like, I have prepared this table for you and it is good. And I have made it for you. And there's a seat for you at the table. And he was kind of prompting me like, what's holding you back from sitting with him or from, from feasting with the Lord. And so that was kind of what I took away from passion. And little did I know that that has actually, that has been a continuous theme that I feel like the Lord is teaching me what it means to sit with him. And that's in my family. That's in worship. That's in like, transitions and things ending like a dance just ended and that was hard and so I think he has been really faithful and really kind in that way and it's been really cool to um to get to like I don't know learn what it means to dine at his table and now with this heaven study like that's the ultimate table and that's where we'll all be feasting and so it's cool to see that like picture of what the future holds what kind of scripture does it study go into A lot of it is in Revelation. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of like future stuff um, talked about in Revelation and Isaiah. um, It's talked about a lot. It bounces around. Um, I feel like heaven is a really common theme in scripture, but we, I feel like I Mm. jump over it a lot somehow. So, but it's been really cool. And I like started a playlist with songs about heaven and that's helped me worship in it. And it's been cool. I guess my, favorite thing about heaven is I just did like a joy study Hmm. um, with my sister and Addie and it said like sometimes you can find joy like you find joy in trials it's like the verse blessed are the ones that go through trials I think Mm -hmm. is the verse Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, but you're blessed because hey this isn't permanent Mm -hmm. this isn't our home Um, so I guess you said you find purpose in things you're doing mm-hmm. because of that study. I would say when I think of heaven, I find less purpose in things mm-hmm. that hurt, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. That hinder. Yeah, yeah. I don't let things get to me as much because yeah. um, I'm like, well, I'm not home yet. Who mm-hmm. cares? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it totally changes your perspective on things. Totally. And it, and it makes me want to share more about my, like my testimony, because I know that the beauty of heaven is so important and, and it's like, it's like being with Jesus. That's what it, that's what it is. Mm -hmm. And so I want people to know about it. (laughs) Not that I didn't before, but it just puts it into a different light. So. Yeah. How, how do you go about sharing, I guess, or. Yeah. Um, that's a good question. I think I'm being really challenged right now and in, in my walk, cause I'm, I'm in a different community. I think for a while I have just kind of been in Christian community forever, like just perpetually. <laughs> and I now at this job, um, 
I'm, I have a lot of people that I interact with who aren't believers and that's been really cool. And I think that I have found that I love listening to people's stories and being able to, um, kind of recognize like where they've come from. And I, there's like, I have a coworker who I was able to pour into for a season. She's, uh, she like quit her job and she moved to a, her back home to Hawaii, but she, um, I know lucky her, but, um, I felt like it was really cool to get to hear her story. And, Mm -hmm. um, and I was able to ask her about like Jesus and she grew up, um, knowing about Jesus. And so we kind of talked about it and I don't know, I think that that was, that was a blessing to me and I hope it was a blessing to her. And so I think that again, the Lord is growing me and how I'm witnessing to people in that way and sharing my own testimony Mm because that's huge too. Going forward, how do you plan to keep mm-hmm. implementing that or mm-hmm. maybe a next step in that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, I mean, loving people is really huge, meeting people where they're at, um, especially with, I talked about this a little bit earlier, but seeing, having a place in people's lives where they're very vulnerable and people walk in and they're bringing their kid who needs help. And that's, especially for parents, that's really hard. That's really difficult. Um, so I think that the Lord can use anything. And if I'm able to, um, be kind and like show them that like you're valuable and you're worth it, even just that I think is huge. Um, and I need to work on like being patient with people too, because it's, I mean, you, you deal with people all the time and it's, people it's a part suck. of it. <laughs> they really can. It's That's no joke. <laughs> I don't even deal with that many people. And no, they don't people, yeah. but man, dude, yep. just. Be nice. I know. Yeah. I'm getting cussed out on the phone. Like, it's just kind of a part of what happens <laughs> and <laughs> got to roll with the punches and it's fine. So, mm-hmm. yep. Whatever. <laughs> Let it roll on. off the back. <laughs> yeah. What you got? What has a young adult small group meant to you? Like, what, how has that, mm-hmm. um, I don't know, just, mm-hmm. yeah, what, what has that meant to you? <laughs> Um, I would say, so I've come to young adult groups since I graduated. I think you guys have too. So we're like OGs. I was going to say, we've been we're, we're consistent. We're OGs of the new group. Yeah, yeah. We went when it we was are. consistently like five, five people. people. Yeah. It was literally <laughs> us yep. three and Drew and yep. Emma. Emma. Yeah. Yeah. No, and it was no, small. Mi- Faith. That's true. That's true. We don't want to miss someone. I think Faith didn't start coming for a while though, because I remember her talking to uh, me about it. She's and I was not like, an OG. Okay. Um, <laughs> she's close enough though. She is an OG. Faith, if you're listening, you're an OG. You, me, you, Katie, Emma. Anyway, I can't think of Honestly, I don't. I'm, yeah. I don't know of anybody else. But yeah, we're. Just about the OGs. We didn't even have enough to play for on the couch back when we started. Mm-hmm. That's true. Now we have too many. Now we have so many. Which is awesome. Yeah. It, yes. So it's so cool. Yeah, so how has that, I guess, impacted you? Mm-hmm. And how has it been cool to see that grow? Yeah, I think for a while, I mean, young adult group was really small. Um, but I think that there is a really cool beauty in, like, consistency and Jeremy and Maureen have it every week, regardless of the size. And that's huge. And it's not that like the numbers mean that it's valuable because it was valuable when it was five people. But I think now that like there's more people, we have a foundation and 
they have been very consistent and that has meant a lot to me, um, that they're not like phased by small groups or big groups, if that makes sense. Um, and then just this year since, I mean, I think since passion, I have felt like our young adult group community has gotten really close. I feel like we're all like, we all want to be there, which is really cool. And now that it's growing, we get to like share that with people. Um, I mean, it changes the dynamic, but it's a good change. And I feel like it's, it's been really cool for me and yeah, I love it. I feel like I have really good friends there. (laughs) It's nice. Good. Yeah. How have, how is it, or like, what have you learned there mm-hmm. or recently that has helped you grow in your faith? Like, what mm-hmm. has God taught you mm-hmm. recently? Yeah, I think, um, I think, I mean, we're going through the series about community right now, which is very fitting. Um, I think part of just coming to First Church in general, so through youth group and then young adult group, I think I have fluctuated obviously, but, but been really challenged in, um, knowing my identity in Jesus and, um, being confident and initiating with people. Because I think coming to first church, like, I think you guys all went to school together. A lot of you grew up together and I didn't have that history. And so I kind of had to jump in and like take initiative with, this is who I am. And I'd like to be a part of this group. And so that has really grown me. And I feel like now I get to see people who are in that same boat and get to like reach out to them because I know where they're at. And I know how scary it is to come into somewhere completely unfamiliar. No one knows you. And I think that that, that has helped me have compassion for people in that position as well. And in other atmospheres too. It's not even just that community specifically, but just new people in general. Yeah, which is cool because I don't think that's something necessarily I think about. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't been in that position. Mm-hmm. So it's awesome that there's a bunch of different demographics, mm-hmm. backgrounds, different families. Absolutely. Like people from all over, which... Yeah, and you guys are able to like bring people from school and there's a lot of different schools represented at young adult groups. So the fact that we have so many opportunities to like bring new people in and I just think that's cool. Mm-hmm. Someone listen, that's a young adult. Why should they come? Oh, why should you come? One, because we're awesome. Jeremy and Maureen are awesome. Um, we are, I think we are learning as a group how to be a community. So we're not perfect but I think it's really important to have a group of people around you that love you. And so whether or not it's our young adult group, like it's really important to find a group of people that Mm -hmm. you feel safe with and that um, care for you and that you're able to care for others and pour into them. Um, And our group is learning how to do that. And I think that's really cool. And it's, I think the Lord is doing something and it's, we can see it and that's awesome. Mm -hmm. You've invited Co-workers. Mm-hmm. It's been awesome. Mm-hmm. Have you, sorry. <laughs> have you invited? I haven't, actually. Okay. I haven't invited anybody from my work. Um, I've invited people that I know through First Church yeah. who don't come. Okay. Um, at work, it's a little different because like co- I work with like people in their 30s. Mm-hmm. So it's not, it's not quite the same, but, uh, but I would like to be able to invite people more often than what I do. 
Yeah, but I guess my question Mm -hmm. next is, like, what's holding some people back from inviting either to a group, to church, Mm -hmm. or whatever? And, like, why shouldn't they hold back? Mm -hmm. From inviting or from coming? Inviting. Okay. Inviting, because I think it can be a scary thing for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And even us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I think any... Any group of people that you put together, there's going to be differences. And again, like there has been a group of people that has come to Young Adult Group consistently. And so anytime you bring new people in, it can just feel different. And so I think I have dealt with like, like I, I've prayed about this, like, Lord, I have found community now and I don't necessarily want to put in the effort to like make community happen for other people too, because I just want to enjoy it now. (laughs) But there's a part that's like, that's selfish. And I can build community even in inviting people. And that still, I don't know. So that's, that's kind of what holds me back a little bit. Um, and just the fear of like being rejected or being like, why would I come to that? (laughs) Like you should, like you you should come to it. Never happens. Right. Every time I've invited someone, I've either one been ghosted, which okay, whatever. Right. You didn't cuss me out. Call me names. Get away where you can. <laughs> okay, whatever. You didn't answer. Yeah. Nothing changes. Right. And two, the other times they they come or they you know say no, thank you, mm-hmm. whatever. Like it's never rude. No. Um, our boy Clay at group said you can't win the game if you don't play. Amen. So I mean. <laughs> How are you going to win if you're not going to shoot, man? Yeah, it's true. <laughs> you miss 100% of shots you don't take. <laughs> That's very true. And nobody, I don't think, I don't think there is anybody that would be offended by being invited to something. Like, <laughs> true. No. Like, Actually, I have ticked anything. you off by inviting you before. Oh, well, to like maybe Zach's the exception. To golf. <laughs> Like, last minute, like, I'm not going <laughs> to golf last minute, bro. All right. Anyway. Because yeah. even if you can't go, like, the... the It's a thought. Yeah. Like, the honor of being invited to something yeah. is huge. I remember when I was first coming to First Church, if I was invited to something, I was over the moon. Like, maybe I wouldn't even be able to go, but I was like, oh, my gosh, they <laughs> thought of me. Like, yeah. how great. So, invite somebody because it, it's worth it. And we had a little guys group, like, stay after one time. Mm. And you invited your boy Tavi on from work. Um, and we were talking about, like, hey, how can we grow this? How can we invite people? We want to share this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, it might have been me or someone said, like, hey, we don't want to be too overbearing to people Pushing. by inviting mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. And Zach's been asking Tavi on all year, every week. I've probably been come. asking him for, like, a year. Yeah. To, like, hey, and, you want to come this week? Mm-hmm. I got something this week. Yeah. <laughs> and then Tavion goes... You will not overbear them. They'll be thankful. Mm. And that was really, really cool. That's cool. Um, so. That's really cool. Because I don't, I mean, getting annoyed with being invited, like. That's a you you're problem. Being invi- right. At some point, then you're like, oh, I'll just go to get them to stop asking. Right. And then. Like, give it, you give might it like a break. It. Like, yeah. <laughs> Then what happens? If you right. get annoyed because someone invites you to something, you need to check yourself. <laughs> that's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Well, our time, this has been wrapping up here. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know the final question? 
yes? Question mark? Does it switch? It's no, one no, question. It's okay, the then yes, one. I do know it. What is it? <clears throat> okay, is it live <laughs> or vacation? Vacation. 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 Okay, because that changes things. I want to go to Austria. Well, hold on. We, what is the yeah, question? Yeah, you got to say the question oh my gosh, to the okay. people that may be their first time. Okay, so like, the question I want to know Brad's daughter. If you, <laughs> if you could travel anywhere for vacation, where mm-hmm. would you go, right? And it can yeah. be. Is that accurate? Yeah, you can get there. Dream vacation. You can dream vacation. get there okay. however you want. You can even oh. teleport. Oh, there's no money restrictions. Oh, that's and lovely. You need to tell us who you're bringing, what you're doing, where you're going. This is like the whole deal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like and all at, the end, at, at the end of the year, we're gonna raffle it off, and we're gonna give one person their dream vacation <gasps> with what money? <laughs> Church card. <laughs> all right. You heard it here. You heard it here. You get the, the church the card to take adult, wherever oh you gosh, want. The young adult fund. You said it's a raffle at the end of the year. No, we're joking. That no, I know. Is not happening. Well, Disclaimer. Joke. Put it out there. <laughs> Satire. <laughs> not happening. Well, anyway, I want to go to Austria um, with my sisters. So all four of us go to Austria, um, and they have a Sound of Music tour. So Sound of Music is a movie. Have you guys seen it? It's a musical. It is a musical. Yes. Okay. Have and you? they do. <laughs> oh. And they um, do a tour on where they shot the movie, um, and I want to do that with my sisters. Obviously, I think we'd fly there. That's you a can detail teleport. that we need to. No, but I that's, like flying. That's, that's, that's the journey, man. It's, I was gonna say it's it kind of a process. Is it to like a fourteen-hour flight over there? Oh, or I'm something sure. Like that? It's just probably class. That's Maybe true. a PJ. Yeah, because you guys are paying for it, right? <laughs> Private jet. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay, that'd be nice. But yeah, so I want to go to Austria. I think it's beautiful. And there's like mountains and like towns Are you not and water and like parents? I mean, they can come if they want to. <laughs> I wasn't planning. On, we've talked about that means as, no. <laughs> well, we've talked about it as sisters going. Like we've tried we've tried to make that a plan and my parents haven't voiced wanting to come, so maybe it's them. They've gone on like three or four vacations without me in the last couple years. You're so an adult. Right. So I can go on a vacation without them. She's got a point. She's got a point. Yeah. What's the coolest vacation you've been on? Ooh. Um, Vacation. We went to Maine a while ago, and I really like Maine. I have not been out of the country except for Canada. So, and Canada was cool too, but I like Maine a lot. Dope. Yeah. Zach just went on a vacation. Yeah. Where'd you go, dude? Yeah. Uh, we went on a cruise, stopped at Key West, uh, Jamaica, and the Cayman Islands. How was it? It was good. It was nice to relax and get away for a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. Just recharge and mm-hmm. get back at it. Reload. Yeah. That's awesome. Did you get seasick? No. That's good. You can't even really tell that you're on a ship. Yeah. In that big of a ship, it's... Yeah. Dark. It's a little burnt. This is from work, actually. <laughs> dude, it's from both, You've probably. You've been back for a while. I've been back for like two and a half weeks, bro. This <laughs> okay. is... That's your, ba- that's your base. That's your base. This is a work burn. That's bro. your base layer of burn from Jamaica. <laughs> Probably. I know a Jamaica burn when I see no, one. No, you don't. Yes, it's I different do. sun over there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you see any monkeys? No. Oh darn. That sucks. Yeah. That's kind of unheard of, actually. I didn't see like any wildlife, honestly. Did you like swim in the ocean? No. Did you see wildlife there? <laughs> Did you get in any cruise? water? The shower. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get in the pool? No. Water slide? No. 
I'm not a water guy. A hot tub? Oh, that's so sad. No, no water <laughs> other than the shower. <laughs> that's okay. Oh and oh well. we're going to drop some big news to the viewers. Oh, Zach and I got a crib. We, we moved yeah. out into an apartment. Zach Bravo. and I are now roommates. This is now a roommate podcast. Um, it is. Hmm, that my, changes things. My intention of saying that is this podcast is to build community. If you want to come over for dinner, reach mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. We have a table. We do have a table. <laughs> we got ramen. We got... <laughs> Heck yeah. I'm just kidding. We would cook or we have a meal train going. No, we, we don't. Can- <laughs> we do not have a meal train. We have had a couple people... <laughs> That are our family. <laughs> bring you meals. Bring us, bring us meals. We don't have As a meal housewarming gifts. If you would like to make a meal and come over and leave Stop welcome to. asking people for food. <laughs> <laughs> Just learn how to some cook. Some people love that. That's some people true. do that in a heartbeat. Maybe some people's ministry. Yeah. It might be. But yeah, if you want to come see the place or come hang out with us, I mean, that's what we're all about here. Um, let us know. It's not... It's not the chateau by any means, <laughs> but hey. How's it going? Is it going okay? We haven't killed each other yet, it, so. That's no, good. No, it's been what, a week? Good. We're fine. It's, <laughs> we hang out. We eat. Sleep. That's usually what work. you do. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We got our first weekend coming up. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. The boys nice. are coming. We'll see. <laughs> see how it rolls, but. Okay. Yeah. It's exciting. Yeah. Um, as viewers, if you want to pray for our new journey, that'd be awesome. It's but, a different phase of life. Yeah. How how can people connect with you or get to mm. know you? Yeah. Um, I mean, if you see me, come talk to me. I would love to talk to you. Mm-hmm. Um, do I, like, drop my number? Yeah, I would not drop <laughs> your phone number. Drop your phone number. <laughs> <laughs> how do people contact me? So or her, her phone number will be in the description <laughs> below. Pop um, it up on the screen. Boom. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no, if uh, you want... To reach out to Sadie, hang out, do art, sing, yeah. whatever yeah. the heck you do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, comment, we'll get you connected or yeah, yeah. yeah. Show Absolutely. you the comment, whatever. Um, Come to Young Adult Group. I'll be there every yep. week. So, yep, yep. We'd love to uh, keep getting to know you guys and build community, mm-hmm. especially here in our town. Yeah, mm-hmm. anywhere mm-hmm. we may have some um, out of country guests coming up. Ooh. Here in the summer, yeah. That's if you want to um, take a guess in the comments, first person to get it right wins a shout out. <laughs> That's dope. We just offered to give those away for free. You don't have to win. Can them. I guess mm, who one might be? Off air. Yeah, 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 I can guess. Off air. No, let's get her a rip. No, I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it for the. That's fine. For the viewers. I don't need to because say if anything. she gets it right, then there's no. Then there's no surprise. There's no surprise. There's no no conscious. Let me just shout her out. Okay, I won't won't say anything. Okay. Not a problem. Yeah. (laughs) Well, thank you guys for coming. Or thank you, Sadie, for coming. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you guys for listening and watching. It's been great. Please leave your uh, feedback. And yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Uh Peace. Peace. Peace.